0: Welcome to A Space for Growth. An extension of our ever evolving platform, Our Communal Diary.
1: My name is Pilar. And my name is Zoe. And we're here to cultivate a community dialogue on beauty, culture, and career as we experience it.
0: Through conversations with each other and our inspiring guests, we hope to add new perspectives for your own personal journey.
1: Welcome to A Space for Growth.
0: Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode. We are unfortunately not in person today.
1: (laughs) I know. (laughs) Unfortunately not in person. I am sitting on the floor of a closet. Pilar is back in Minnesota, but we are committed to giving you a great episode every Sunday.
0: Yes, always, always. So wait, Zoe, why are you on the floor? I feel like that sounds so suspicious.
1: I know. So I'm with my mom right now and we are, she's getting remarried in May. And so I'm looking for dress to wear to her wedding because That's so fun. as everybody knows about me, I wait until the last minute to do anything. So if you leave it just to me, I'm not going to do it until like the week before. So that is why we are, we are doing it now. Cause if it was my choice, I would have waited until the week of the wedding and would have just grabbed something
0: no I don't blame you at all so okay your weekend let's just start there your weekend is spent in Boston
1: Mm -hmm. okay going dress shopping going dress shopping and yeah I mean like nothing else really crazy is happening this weekend not a not a typical New York weekend yeah (laughs) you you and your like New York minute. Yeah, somebody texted me earlier and they were like, Where should I go to brunch in Brooklyn? and I was like, Oh, brunch in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> I miss it.
0: I can't. She is so spoiled. I literally can't. I'm so spoiled. I am. No, I love that. Boston seems like such a cool spot. Um, yeah, What's spending up with your weekend. Right. Spending the weekend in Minnesota. I met up with some people who are like from. High school, which I swear, I feel like when you're living at home, that's kind of like the narrative of sometimes, like some of your weekends, you're going to end up talking to people you have not talked to in forever, but it was actually so nice. And I think it definitely will speak to this episode because we were really just talking about like where we are right now, what we want to be doing, how we both have no clue what we're doing, but we're just trying to like gather the first job and gather that experience and exposure Um, so it was comforting, I would say, just to be able to be like, okay, you both like we both don't know what the heck we're doing. (laughs) I was like, like, oh, good, 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 good. Okay. (laughs) Like, we're both on the same page. So it was very fun. But other than that, I might go get a massage
1: today, like Mm -hmm. a little girl's day
0: Mm -hmm. might happen. So
1: you need that a nice massage. Um, and before we got started, I am to set the scene wearing cowboy hat earrings
0: that I got
1: with Pilar and our friend Cameron last weekend when we went vintage shopping in Williamsburg. So I have a little I have a little piece of our New York weekend together on me. Love that. Yeah. Okay, everybody, as you all can tell by the title, we are talking about intuition this week. I'm super excited to talk about this. I may just be a touch like, I don't know, woo-woo in the stars a little bit. So I love talking about stuff like this. But let's let's dive into like when you think of intuition, like Mm -hmm. what do you what scenarios come to mind? Like I think we all are familiar with like what intuition is, you know, that gut feeling that I think I should do this and I don't really know why, that kind of sense. But when you think of like situations to use intuition, like where where does your mind go? One and two, do you feel like you have a strong sense of intuition?
0: Yeah. So I would say like in comparison to my sister, she is a Virgo. She is such like an intuitive person. I think yeah. when she has anything come up, it's like, mm-hmm, this is not right. Like so quick. <laughs> <laughs> like I think I'm a little bit more free flowing. I'm just kind of like a free spirit in that sense. But I will say that my intuition is pretty much always kicking in. To me, intuition is like that gut feeling. And I feel like it's a little bit of the fight or flight but I also think that it's based off of for me at least past experiences or things that I've seen um it's kind of like what has become fact in your mind over time just through either pattern like the you know repetition of it reoccurrences of it um but it like to me I think intuition is a feeling it absolutely is like it is sitting in your gut it's Making you, you know, really question things like it's more of a feeling than anything else. Um, but I would say mine's like relatively strong. What about you?
1: You have me thinking now, I'm going to answer the question, but like when you're talking about like patterns in past experiences, is that intuition or is that like just following patterns? Or I, there's another word for it that I just can't think of right now, yeah, but now I'm. I'm thinking you, are. you're always bringing, you know, new complex thoughts to the table. <laughs> <laughs> Things that I haven't thought of before. Yeah. Now I'm wondering, like, is that intuition or is that just, you know, following, following patterns and learning from your mistakes?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that they might be interconnected. I feel like, I mean, yeah, your intuition is something that's going to constantly change over time, I would imagine. And I think it changes just with life experiences. And that could be patterns that could be just like a bad thing that happens I mean I would imagine like that can totally drive into oh I have this like trauma response and now like my intuition I think you I don't know if your intuition can always be trusted I do think though when you are in a really like conflicting position I don't think you can typically take the wrong decision by following your intuition like I think sometimes people kind of will differentiate like do I follow my heart do I follow my intuition do I follow like my mind like They're all those different things. And to me, that literally goes from the mind up top, the heart in the middle, the intuition is in that gut. And I do think if I were to rank them, I feel like my intuition is almost a bit more reliable to me than like my mind. Really? I think so. I think the mind can play tricks on you. I feel like the mind can truly play tricks on you. I think your mind can get more caught up in like the traumatic past and not that it's always that, but I think that like your mind can get caught up in things that actually are not that, um, like they really don't have that much ground to them. Like Mm -hmm. sure, you feel it and you maybe have this like emotional connection or response to it. But it's kind of like when someone takes like an old, you know, yeah, old experiences, old trauma, old behavior from one situation and applies it to everything else going forward. Like that, to me, is your mind playing tricks on you.
1: So but I think I, you're... I agree with you. Yeah, I think I just needed for you to explain it. But I hundred <laughs> percent have that. Okay, I've always been the type of person to feel things first and think them through second. Oh. Okay. let me explain <laughs> yeah explain that <laughs> so I think naturally I'm a pretty intuitive person I have a very difficult time trusting that though because I also have anxiety mm-hmm. so that whole like mind playing tricks on you thing I have that like twofold you know what I mean yeah Where like I, my gut will tell me something and then immediately my mind starts overthinking to be like well, is this intuition or is this anxiety? Like, is this really a bad sign or are you just feeling anxious about it? Totally. Um, But I think when I just go off of pure, this feels right, I tend to be more okay with the outcome, even if it wasn't a favorable outcome, because I know that I trusted what felt right and what felt like the right decision for me to make. I think now that I'm getting older, and like, there's a lot more pressure behind the decisions mm-hmm. that I'm making. Like, I don't really have a safety net anymore. Yeah, you know, I have to, I have to kind of do what you were talking about earlier of like basing things off of patterns and you know having a sense of responsibility around them. But for things that I'm doing for the first time, like I really just have to trust my intuition and that gut feeling. Like, yeah. Um, so I think, you know, intuition, is, it's so difficult because I, I do honestly think that it is a muscle that you have to practice flexing. I mm-hmm. think all people are very intuitive to a yeah. certain point. I think some people are more intuitive than others. I personally tend to think that women are more intuitive than men are. But I also think that like if you have anxiety or if you have certain ingrained trauma responses, it's very difficult for you to trust that intuition because totally. you're going to start overthinking everything.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I think everyone is inherently intuit- intuitive. I think the part that's tough though is is listening to your intuition. Yes. I feel like there's so many different accounts. And I guess earlier I said that, you know, I don't know if your intuition can be trusted all the time. And still, I don't know that all the time, but I do feel like typically it is better to probably trust your intuition and just see where it goes. Because even like you said, there's something about making that decision. And it's so like, it's like you have so much autonomy over the choice that you made and you feel like it's connected to something that was so much greater than you. Like my gut told me the minute that this opportunity came up or the minute that I was in this setting and I stepped into this space, like I felt off or I felt like I need to take advantage of this. Like when there's something that you can't even understand is telling you like, I really, and I don't know if that's some like, yeah, like you said up in the clouds. I don't know, but I really think that when you listen to it, you feel just better about the decision that was made because I feel like you, yeah, you're just more connected to all aspects of it. But I just think with intuition, the piece of it is like listening to your gut is kind of the strength or that muscle that you, you consistently have to exercise because we are in a world where, you know, we're influenced by our friends or by our parents, by what, you know all of our peers are doing or whatnot and i think to be able to just trust in yourself even if you have anxiety you still have this goal to want to trust yourself like you shouldn't have to be oh like wait a minute i think this but can i trust how i'm thinking like you know, yes. you can hope to be able to get to that point. So I think when you're saying like flexing that muscle to me, flexing that muscle is being able to like build a trust within you, how you feel about things, how your natural response is, and knowing that like, it's going to be an option for you, a good option for you to, you know, pursue whatever that feeling is.
1: Yeah. A hundred percent. And I think, you know, in terms of trusting yourself, that's definitely been something that I have struggled with because I do have that anxiety response. Mm-hmm. So I, hundred percent think that there's a difference between anxiety and intuition yeah and I think you know sometimes like for me you have to you know take time to examine the way that your body responds to certain situations but in terms of negative situations or like getting that gut feeling where I'm like something's off something is bad my anxiety is like more of a physical response like I'll feel my body tense up sometimes like I'll lose feeling in like my hands and my feet like you know, my, I'll feel like the blood rushing in my ears. That is like an anxiety response of like, something is wrong, fight or flight, you need to go Yeah. versus intuition. I feel like it's this little voice in the back of my head that maybe will just like pipe up once or twice. And is like, it's, it's not right. <laughs> hey girl, what you doing? <laughs> and I'll give, I'll give two examples of, of intuition versus anxiety that I've experienced in the past. Like, I don't know seven months six months mm-hmm. so an example of anxiety was I was in I got into a taxi and I think I've talked about this on an episode before but I got into a taxi and the taxi driver just kind of took off without like typing in my address into his GPS system and then when he handed me back his phone you know there was some explicit content up <laughs> that I had to swipe away to get access to- Yeah. A couple of X's. I had to swipe away to enter in my information for my address. And then he like missed a couple of turns. And that was a situation where my anxiety flared up and was like, this is a bad situation. You need to get out of the car. And I think that was also a series of like repeated patterns, right? Like you hear so much about like sex trafficking or about like, you know, getting into an Uber or a taxi or a Lyft or whatever. And the driver is not with the intentions of dropping you off at your location. Like you hear right. all those things, especially as like a young woman and a young woman living in a big city, like you just have to be especially vigilant. So that to me was not like, oh, my intuition sounded off. Like, no, yeah. that, was, that was anxiety and that was also informed patterns. Yeah. So that I think is an anxiety response and like learned, you know, behaviors versus intuition. So when I first moved to New York, I started to see someone for a few months. Mm-hmm. And when I first met them, you know, I really liked them. was so excited. But I just had this little voice in the back of my head that was like, no. Mm-hmm. It was just like, there's nothing wrong with this person. You know, it yeah. was, you know, they never did me wrong. It was none of that. It was just like this little voice.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And a few dates in that was like, not your person.
0: hmm hmm And you knew um, it.
1: Mm -hmm. And I, and I knew it, but I continued to see that person and we don't see each other anymore. And, you know, wish them all the best. Like nothing bad happened, just not my person. But that was a situation where when that little voice went off, I immediately pushed it to the side being like, you're just feeling anxious. This is totally, you're trying to stop yourself from, you know, whatever. But I think that was a situation in which I, my intuitive muscle flexed and I didn't want to listen to it.
0: Yeah. No, it's hard to think of the difference because I do think that everyone has a little bit of anxiety at least and everyone has that natural like intuitive thought and I feel like it is really hard. It is really hard to know that difference. I feel like we can also point ourselves in the direction of like continuing something just for the sake of well, I want to see it through and I want to see what happens and I do think that every scenario you kind of have to just measure like the risk, you know, from it so with like a relationship for example when you know like this ain't gonna work out like I think more often than not I'm seeing people kind of push through it because they're kind of just like oh, they don't like, want
1: that voice to be right yeah like yeah. you don't
0: want the voice to be telling you what the voice is telling you
1: yeah. and so you're gonna
0: be like mm, I'm distressed or like uh I'm probably overthinking it like mm-hmm. you know this is some other stuff coming out and I don't know it might be it might not be But I do think that when something is telling you that it's off, like, I truly believe almost always it ends up being that way. Like, there's nothing worse. I can't even think of an exact example if I do. I'll mention it. But there are so many times where I've looked back and I'm like, damn, like, I knew that was off. Like, or like with a friend, like when I think back to our friendship breakups episode, like there were so many times where with friends that I have no longer have a connection with, I was like this person is off like I know it I know that something's off in this friendship like sure nothing drastic would have happened at that time to make me say like I think sometimes for me like my bad trait is like I almost need like a catastrophe to happen for me to (laughs) recognize that like oh you're right like this isn't a good situation like I need it to almost get catastrophic and it shouldn't have to get to that point like there are almost always a few signs that I mean, they're red flags, like to me, I think your intuition might be the announcer over the speaker saying, Hey, girl, that's a red flag. Like that's a red flag. Yeah, something about this is giving off red flags. And I just noticed at least within myself, like, I feel like it's hard for me to recognize them and actually act like, no, it's not even hard to recognize it. It's hard to actually act upon it without having to yeah have that like it slapped you in your face and now we're all sitting there looking silly because we knew this months ago
1: yeah 100 percent. and I mean hindsight's 2020 20. as soon as you know something big and bad happens you look back at that little voice that told you when everything <laughs> was good that something <laughs> bad was going to happen and then you're yeah just gonna listen to it but right. it's also like you were saying like you don't want to If every time you get a weird feeling, you run, you're going to end up missing out on valuable life experiences and also creating that like memory bank for yourself of these were the signs to avoid next time. Like sometimes you just got to go through the thing in order to see all of the things that you need to not go through it again.
0: I totally agree. I think that every scenario is different. Like, if you are a young woman growing up, let's say you're, like, a person of color, like, I think that, you know, when you're maybe in an Uber or in a taxi, like, you need to be thinking a- much quicker than the rest of them. Like, you just need to. Yeah. So, like, in those scenarios where it's, like, uh, your life potentially, like, you need to be listening to that gut. Get about the car.
1: Regardless you know, of yeah how or regardless regardless of it, silly. this is
0: not a learning experience that we want to go through get out the car
1: <laughs> get out but
0: if it's like oh I'm seeing this guy or I'm seeing this woman or I'm seeing whomever and you're like oh, I just don't want to end it right now I know it's not right I know we have no future but I don't want to end it right now for so whatever reason like that might be a different scenario right
1: so only I think- if it's a, like it's a healthy situation right. you're really yeah. not sure. Yeah. I mean, we're not talking about the people that you know you shouldn't be with you <laughs> yeah. you've, you're seeing someone and you're just not 100 percent sure you get a little feeling that's like maybe not right and Actually, you want to just see for yourself
0: if you're in a position to where like you are so embarrassed with your actions to where you can't even tell your friends or like your sibling like you that's know it. better <laughs> <laughs> you know better okay. you know better yeah and you have nothing to say for yourself so you already know what you need to be doing but I think for yeah. the most part, it's like, yeah, I really think a lot of the time I talk to my cousin Ellie about this all the time. And it's like, we'll speak to past experiences, things that are maybe a little bit unfavorable. And I feel like more often than not, people kind of say, I don't really regret my choices or I don't regret what I chose to be a part of, because I do think that it, it absolutely is a learning experience. And it's something that can help you in the next scenario that you're in, or it, it, it really can be helpful. But I also believe, I really believe, that you do not always have to go through, like, the mud in order to have an aha moment. Definitely not. Like, don't, yeah. I have met too many, especially women, like, and particularly women of color who I feel like we all fall into this, like, maybe false positivity of, oh, it's fine. Like, sure, I had a horrible experience, but I learned something from it. Like, okay, you know, hey, take something from it. Absolutely. Like, come out of there with your head held high. But in the same respect, like don't get into this feel like don't get into the repetition of feeling like you need to go through hell in order to learn a thing or two. Like you don't. Yeah. You don't. Like you don't need to put up with anything to learn yeah. something.
1: No, I'm not grateful for anything that I've learned by trial through fire. I know <laughs> right. I could have learned in a gentler way. And right. it'll be a conversation that I have with God once I die of like, did I really need to go through this? <laughs> You couldn't have just sent me a pamphlet or something like right. I, I had to go through the, the trial, but right. to talk also about like signs of like positive intuition, because mm. I think that's also a thing where like you just know something is right. Yeah. Like I remember touring Michigan's campus for the first time and I was hell bent on going to a school outside of the state of Michigan. Cause I, mm. I was born and raised in Michigan and I really wanted to go to Spelman College, shout out to Spelman College. Um, just love the school, total respect for all <laughs> Spelmanites. But that was, you know, that was like my dream school, that in the University of Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And um, I had gotten into Spelman, I hadn't applied to Penn yet. I like the application was due much later. And I toured Michigan's campus and I just like fell in love with it. And it was mm-hmm. so annoying because I was like, I could see myself here. And I just hated that for me because I wanted to go out of state so bad. And I remember getting the letter in the mail that was like, or not in the mail, the email Mm
0: -hmm. that like
1: my application had been updated. And they had like an answer for me. And I remember seeing that I got in and just being like, it doesn't even matter where else I get in. This is where I'm going. Like this is where I was meant to be. And I do really feel like that now being post-grad, like, I'm so sad about the way that like it ended because of COVID, but I mm-hmm. honestly would not have gone anywhere else if I had to redo college.
0: Yeah. That's actually interesting. Cause I feel like we had similar experiences. I didn't even know that story. Like I was going to go to NYU. I was already in my deposit to go to NYU.
1: So we Crazy. were right.
0: I'm like, I'm going to New York. And like, it's so funny how now it's such a full circle moment. I think I've been talking about New York since sixth grade. But (laughs) when I got into Michigan, it was like that for me, too. And I will say, like, I think I have been brainwashed since the very beginning. My entire family pretty much went to Michigan. Mm -hmm. So I think there was also just like you've seen it with like through your family. You've seen how they just enjoy their time. And when you visit like you, I mean, one thing about Michigan, and I think a lot of like larger schools can speak to this, but particularly Michigan and just how much pride people have for the school. I think that was something for me, like when I would visit campus and I would see my parents, like friends from so long ago that they're still like incredibly close with. And just the way that the school is so into, you know, whether it's academics, but also just sports. And like, there's just such like a camaraderie that comes with it. And I feel like when I was here, I was like, oh my gosh, like being a part of that. Like, even if the entire time, literally since sixth grade, I was like, I'm going to be in New York. I already know what I'm going to be doing. I just knew in the same way as you, I was like, Oh no, like, shoot.
1: Like this is where I need to be. Like. So I think you had repeat patterns. What do you mean? Oh,
0: just with seeing like my family. Yeah.
1: Like seeing my oh, family. That was
0: brainwashing girl. Yeah. You were brainwashed.
1: <laughs> I like, I was born and raised in Michigan, but my parents are from Louisiana and they didn't go to school in Michigan mm-hmm. and I'm an only child. So I was, you know, the first one going through the college thing and I remember all of my friends, none of us wanted to go to school in state. like one of my really yeah. good friends at the time. Her name is Mary Grace or at the time. We're still really good friends. Hey, Mary Grace, if you listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to put you in the past. You're in my present. Um, <laughs> she really wanted to go to Notre Dame and I had other friends that really wanted to go to Northwestern and wanted to go to Brown. Like I remember the. We all applied to Michigan because we were like, this is just something we have to do. Like, none of us really want to go here. And then when I got in, I was like, no, this is where I'm supposed to be. And that's, I felt like it was more intuition versus repeat patterns because, like, yeah, I just really had not. I think my dad really wanted me to go to Michigan because he was like, it's a good school, in-state tuition, but like nobody else was really rooting for Michigan
0: so it really was completely on your own where you're like something something that no one else is feeding to you you're like this is coming out of somewhere and now here we are and going to
1: orientation day going to orientation day (laughs) but speaking of like you know making I think that was you know where we go to college was one of the first decisions that maybe was not solely influenced by our own you know knowledge research and intuition but like you know, one of the first. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're getting better at flexing that muscle now that, like, you know, a lot of the decisions that we make are on us.
0: Totally. Oh yeah, it's hard. I think when you leave college, and if anyone out there is like kind of approaching the end of their college time, or you know, they're also recent grads, like you can kind of speak to it. Like, it's a very strange place to be in because. One, like you're trying to set yourself up for the rest of your life, which sounds way more crazy than I think it really is. But it is like that first step. (laughs) It's so crazy. It's so (laughs) crazy. Like you're kind of taking that first step into like, you know, this big world of options. I think what's hard about it is that school provided such a structure. It was kind of like, you know, you have four years for each of these different chunks of time. And, you know, you're just I think there's just yeah, there's a lot of structure and maybe even something to fall back on. I don't know. I think school just it there was just something so consistent about it. I mean, we've been doing it forever. So I think when you leave school, and it really is a matter of like, what kind of decision do you want to make each and every single year? I mean, there was someone who joined my company four months ago and just quit. And now yep. is moving on to the next thing. And like, it can be that quick. It really can. You know, if you don't like something, you can pack your things and get going. And I feel like at school, we were so it's like you make this decision and you sit in it for so long. And I just think having so much choice now is daunting. And I think that it's putting people to the task of trusting themselves that much more, which can be incredibly hard because it's yeah, anxiety is what you're also up against. But I just think so much of it is it's. You really have to trust yourself and you have to start making decisions, you know, way beyond just what that gut is telling you. I think there needs to be also like a bit of research and there's just so much more that goes into it. I 100%. mean, there's so much more because now you're trying to, you know, make a life for yourself and like sustain a lifestyle. I mean, it's
1: a lot. I think that you can do all of the research in the world about, you know, what, your first job is going to be out of college making sure that you have transferable skills to go into whatever industry that you want to end up in if you go the corporate route I'm not too keen on how things look when you're going to medical school or law school but (laughs) I I think it's probably the same thing making sure that you're set up for long-term success and like you know when you're choosing to move like making sure that you're picking a neighborhood that you think is safe and that you could see yourself living in and you know, making friends as an adult, seeing people that you think you can grow with and can really be, you know, added value to your circle. But at a certain point, like you just kind of have to trust your gut. Like you can't just research everything. Everything can't be strictly analytical because otherwise you're going to miss out on a lot of like key experiences and things Mm -hmm. that a spreadsheet can't capture and maybe that's just like my slightly type B personality coming through Mm -hmm. but I think you know I was having conversations with my VP at work and you know I think it's very interesting to see the difference between him and my director because my director is very much like what where's the data like let's talk about the data Mm -hmm. and I can tell my VP is just kind of like I go off of people Mm -hmm. and like yeah you need to have the data to support it but like that initial first grab that initial first bite is people and we, yeah. we heard about that all the time in the business school too of like yeah you have to be personable you have to have the soft skills because that's what gets people to bite versus you know presenting all of the data up front which is totally. interesting I think if you break that down it's like people just have an intuitive feeling of who they want to work with yeah and then you'll find all of the all of the graces all of the basis and grounding for those decisions after hmm so that's the way I kind of think about it yeah. research is not the only thing that's going to be able to take you far
0: no I agree I think the tough part about it in just like trying to find this life for yourself and like build this new world for you it is just trial and error
1: and yeah. I think
0: now I mean we're almost a year out so I do think that <laughs> our perspective it's on disgusting. it has been I yeah, know it's in a month so sickening but <laughs> I do think our perspective on it has changed Like, when I was first leaving college, it was just, like, so much pressure of, like, I need to do this right. Like, the first job that you have, like, you want to at least stay there for a year, maybe a bit more. And then, like, I think that there's just, there's so much pressure. And maybe also just being in the business school, it was like, where are you working? Where are you working? Like, there's just a lot around it. So I don't think that it's, it's like that for everyone. But I think now that we're all a year out, like, I have had multiple conversations with people where so many people are just like, you know what? I'm just glad that I have a job right now. And I'm, I mean, considering like the past two years and just what that looks like for like the job market and everything, I think people are starting to be a little bit more lenient and they're starting to recognize like the pressure that we've been putting on ourselves all throughout school and just, you know, always trying to achieve to more for the next year might have not been completely realistic. Like I think, you know, over time, Your intuition is starting to, it's pointing you in the right direction, but I also think depending on the decision, there's, you are starting to recognize like the consequences of it might not be as drastic as you once thought. Like, I think, especially when it comes down to career, you know, you have to, you really have to just, I mean, people are going to be making these decisions. I'm going to move here or I'm going to stay here or I'm going to go to this company. And I just think nothing is permanent. So you really can flex way more than I think you could have ever at school.
1: A hundred percent. Yeah. And I think, you know, there are certain things where you do have to be a bit more strategic, like your career, you know, making the right connections, making sure you have those transferable skills, making sure you're setting yourself up for success and alignment for different career paths that you might be interested in. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, something where you just kind of have to lean on that intuitive muscle. Yeah. Friends and relationships. Oh, totally. Making friends as an adult in a new city. And also I can even say in terms of career, like mentorship a bit too. Yeah. You can find someone that maybe you want to emulate their career, but if you don't match with them on a person to person level, it's never going to work. So I think those are maybe the three, anything to do with just Straight up people,
0: yeah. You need to be you, you need, need to be, be
1: intuitively <laughs> tapped in. I yeah, don't know if that me means you need to do some tapping on your body. I, I don't know if you need to meditate. I don't know if you need to have some crystals and rocks or whatever, right? I don't but know what you need. You need to be <laughs> need something intuitively. You really just need to know yourself and know yeah. when listen to that voice when it says something is off or something's not right, or if it's saying, like, no, this is somebody that you need to have around you. I completely
0: agree. I think your intuition is going to get you the first step of what you should or should not be doing. And I Mm -hmm. think depending on how you choose to follow it, I think you need to be very mindful of what your typical patterns are in listening or not. If you are someone I have looked back and I'm like some of the friends that I've had that I no longer am close with, like I can absolutely tell that I have my own pattern of being around people that I don't think always suit my personality And so I, that's something where like my intuition maybe was kicking in during certain phases of the friendships or relationships for that matter. But I think looking back, like it is, I think the thing that you can have probably the most control over is just being, be aware of your patterns, be aware of how you choose to either listen or not listen to that, you know, third voice or whatever. And that's the piece where it's like, you almost have to get to this understanding Of listen to it and learn from whatever it is that you chose to do.
1: Yeah, 100%. I feel like we've kind of been talking about this in three camps. Your pure gut intuition, following patterns and learning from mistakes, and trusting fact. Mm -hmm. And I think all three play a really valuable role in our growth processes as we are navigating this like first year post-college, which, you know, I feel like for me personally at this point in time, I'm kind of leaning on my intuition (laughs) because, you know, I'm doing a lot of things for the first time as you are, as I think a lot of people are, where I think eventually, you know, that intuitive muscle, I won't need to flex it so hard because I'll have a lot more like past experiences tucked in my pocket. Yeah, but for right now, man, I'm gonna keep flexing that muscle. It's all I got.
0: I love that. And one thing <laughs> I will say to just kind of make it clear to everyone, like Zoe and I grew up where you know we went through like a very structured business school 100%. in corporate life. I think that that also can speak to like why we have this opinion and why we have this approach. This is not how everyone feels by any means. Yeah, I think that we're so used to being in an environment that is so structured it's quite rigorous and it's more it's more about like you need to follow the path like be on the path follow each step precisely
1: no space for trusting there's
0: yeah there's not a lot of like oh my intuition's telling me other than in relationships and friendships like I feel like for the most part we knew the next step and
1: you just needed to get there yeah and and almost not even in relationships or friendships either
0: right like I think for the most part, it was all kind of laid out and like it was more just achieving the next milestone. So I think now, especially people who have had that type of background, like going into this world of options and what do you want to do? What do you want to be? You may not even have direct connection to the same people who maybe used to, you know, make you feel like you needed to keep up. Like, it's really just you now. So I think that's also the contrast of like how it used to be and now how it is and how you have to start trusting yourself more than just let me get on the, the typical path and, you know, succeed to the next thing. I definitely think that that has a huge impact and where this like chat, like this change in spaces, you know, impacts us.
1: Definitely. And we would love to hear you all sound off about times that you really flex your intuitive muscle um, areas of your life that you feel like intuition shows up more versus you know trusting in patterns or you know going off of really solid grounded research and also like what you guys think is the difference between intuition and anxiety like I know I I laid out my physical symptoms of you know one is a very physical response and the other is like a little voice in my head but I'm sure it shows up differently for other people so I would love to talk about that as well.
0: I would love that. And I also think if anyone's kind of in that transition phase, college to post grad, or, I mean, high school to college, even like, throughout all of it, I think that would also be a good conversation to have, like, definitely let us know, you know, what your guys's experience are, and some of those questions that you have in your head. And I think, you know, hopefully, we can kind of create this space where people can share how they feel. And then others can kind of help provide you know guidance and stories um that'd be so fun
1: definitely thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of a space for growth and we are super excited for what's to come yes definitely be
0: sure to follow our instagram at our communal diary for all updates and we're definitely kind of stepping away from just posting podcast content
1: so stay tuned we're very excited for what (laughs) we have planned oh yeah and we hope you all have a great rest of your week Bye. bye bye